Warning, the following podcast has been classified as insanely lucrative. Listener discretion is advised. If you're thinking about creating a product on there, you have to pick a good keyword in your research stage, right? Before you launch a product and make sure there's demand. Your attention, please. please. Listening to the AMPM podcast may cause recurring revenue streams and unfair, unfair advantages over your competitors. Other side effects may include better wallets, fired bosses, and longer vacations. Listen at your own risk. Here's your host, seven-figure entrepreneur and online marketing madman, Manny Coates. Manny Coates. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the AMPM podcast. My name is Manny Coates, and I will be your host. And this is the show where we discuss all things private label and how to generate recurring revenue streams 24 hours per day during the AM and the PM, hence the name of the show, AMPM podcast. As a matter of fact, I was just going through some board games and these card games that I purchased off of Amazon and they look awesome. And while I'm going through them, anxious to play them, I was making money. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. So yeah, actually, it's a true story. I'm going through a phase where I'm trying to get off the video games and there's a lot of really amazing, crazy good games out there. I've been playing some of these new board games and new card games my friends have introduced me to and the little nerd side of me is coming out. Love it. But guys, This episode is a blast from the past, so to speak. It's an episode I recorded a while back in regards to merch. This is the Merch by Amazon program. I should have released this episode quite a ways back, but there's a reason why I didn't do that. I explained it in the previous episodes that have to do with Merch by Amazon, but it's out now. The interview is going to be with an awesome dude. His name is Mike Peterson, and he's doing really well with Merch. So a few things have changed with Merch since we've done this recording, but still the data on here, the information should be solid, should be really good for you guys. You should walk away with at least a nugget or two if this is something that you want to get into but this will probably be one of the last merch by amazon interviews that i do for a little while right i'm just waiting for them to open up the doors to everybody before we really start diving in and pushing the program further right because it does no good if you guys are all excited and hyped up and you want to join right now but you can't right you sign up and you're put on a waiting list so this will be it for the time being that's also why i haven't been releasing these but at least it's out there guys let's get into the interview and take some notes because when merch opens up again to everybody it's going to be crazy hello everybody i am here with mike peterson mike how are you doing welcome to the show i'm doing well thanks manny So we met online, one of the Facebook groups, and you were one of the successful guys. You're doing merch by Amazon. And that's a really curious topic for a lot of our listeners that are into FBA. Tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into merch. I kind of stumbled across merch back in January of this year, 2016. I think, I believe I was just getting ready to leave my job. I left my job full time. I was working at a hotel to sell on eBay. And while I was listening on eBay part time, I think I heard a webinar on YouTube and I don't remember if it was Chris Green in it or not, but, um, It was one of the very early webinars. There was like a hundred views on it. So it was just totally random. I I came across it. It was YouTube kind of recommended it to me. You know, it's funny how those things work, but I saw it on there and I applied and I got in about a month later, I think in February. And as soon as I got in, I just put the designs up kind of to see where it went. 
And I think for the first, you know, maybe week, I checked it every day to see if I had sales to see how it was going. And then after that, I was like, ah, uh, whatever, you know, and I forgot about it. I went back to my eBay grind because that's where my focus was at the time, selling online. And then I think about a month later, I just came back and checked the dashboard and saw that I had like 20 sales or something. No, not that many, maybe like 10 sales. And I was like, holy crap, hmm. like, the, you know, this could be viable. Let me drive some traffic and see if I can scale this. And I mean, the rest is history. I've seen it grow every month and every month I'm kind of amazed and skeptical at the same time about how quickly it's growing as a, you know, quadrant of my business. So yeah, that's nice. And you've been doing this, what, so about seven months? Was it the February of this year or last year? February of this year. I first got earnings in March. So really the first sales were in February. I think I had one. It was near the end of February. And then, yeah, so about six months. Okay, cool. What level of revenue have you gotten up to now? Where are you at? I pulled something up so I could give the listeners a month by month breakdown of what it looked like. Okay. Just to see how extreme, because I think it's an extreme quick growth. It went March, $5. April, it was $200. May it was $500. June, which was they kind of halted operations. So if you've been following it at all, there has been some quirks in it. There was only $600. So it wasn't that much growth there. And then July, it was 1185 And then in August, it doubled to $2588. And as of today, in the month of September, which is, I believe we're recording this on the 13th, so I'm already up to 2080 So a quarter wow. through the month, it looks like I'm going to triple last month almost. So it's pretty amazing the growth that I've been able to achieve just by scaling what I was doing. Yeah, that's crazy. And so many people don't even know what merch is. So especially with the FBA private label guys now, it seems like it's one or the other with most people that you're either doing FBA private label or you're doing merch. A lot of people aren't doing both. Are you doing both? Are you doing just eBay stuff? I've been on the eBay site for about six years selling. Um, I've listened to this podcast. I've listened to some other stuff on going to private label. I've done a little bit of FBA. I've dabbled. I still have some Hmm. items in the warehouse, but I'd rather do, you know, I've contemplated on private label, but I just don't know where to get started or if I have a hard time like concentrating, you know, I try to concentrate on one thing and then move on, like build something and then move on to the next one. So maybe that'll be something in my future. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a whole different game, right? With private label, you have to source a product and then you've got to get that product paid for and shipped out to the US. And you've got to do a lot of things that you don't do with this business, right? With merch. I mean, why don't we talk about that? Give us an overview of your process from beginning to end. I'm just going to give the mic to you. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. So obviously the start of it is you have to research. So you have to use, if you're designing yourself, which I've designed every single design in my portfolio myself, which was a decision I made from the beginning as I don't have to pay a dime. Like I could go out and get a designer, but if I do this on the side, I don't have to pay a dime in money to start this up. So I did research. So my first research was how the heck do I make design? Like they have a certain spec for a shirt. I think you can use Adobe Illustrator, Photoshop, or GIMP. Those are the three ones they recommend. And they want you to upload a 15 inch by 18 inch PNG file with a transparent background. So if anyone that could sound to some of the people out there, what the heck did he just say? And if it is, you can go hire someone to make the designs. If Or you can, you know, if you have the time, you go on YouTube. So that's what I did. And I researched niches and how to create these designs. And... Honestly, after watching a couple of YouTube videos, I think 
Within one day, I was able to do a basic text design after never using Adobe Illustrator before. So the learning curve wasn't that steep. The cost of entry was zero. And I hope that gives a good idea of how it is to just get started. So the first thing you would have to do is make a design, you know? Mm -hmm. Then after that, you have to find niches that work. So if you're thinking about Amazon in general, whether it be private label, actually it would probably be more private label. So if you're thinking about creating a product on there, you have to pick a good res- a good keyword in your research stage, right? Before you launch a product and make sure there's demand there. So the best way to go about it is pick a keyword and see if it's viable and then see if you can come up with a design that you think it would sell. Because basically, I have designs up there that I've deleted. When you start, you make designs that you think that are going to work good off of a keyword, but there's just no reason someone would buy it. So that would be my number one tip when you start designing is, would you buy this shirt yourself? If not, don't do it. Get rid of it, huh? Just uh, if you did do it. Just get rid of it, yeah, because you only have 25 slots when you start out. And a slot is basically this PNG file. So you max those 25 slots out, and then that's all you get until you sell 25 shirts. So you want to have 25 really good designs up there on that Merch by Amazon site so you can try to tear up and then add more designs. Because like eBay or Amazon FBA, it's a numbers game. The more inventory you have on there one design is like your inventory the the better sell through you know say you have a three percent sell through rate or i think i actually at 10 or 12 percent which is pretty high so say 10 percent of your designs sell a month you know you want that top number to be higher okay when you say sell through and you're talking about three percent or ten percent how are you determining those percentages I'm taking my total design and then I'm just, so say I have 600 designs. I have like 620 designs live right now. So let's say I'll take that and then I'll take a month worth of data and say I've sold all these t-shirts and then I kind of take, so say I sell 30 t-shirts and I'm going to have to get a calculator if I really want to do the math, right? (laughs) (laughs) So say I were to do 600 shirts, you know, I would, and I sold 30 of those shirts that month. That would be, what would that be? 20. That'd be 20. Yeah. Um, so that would be your sell through rate, basically. So that's how I calculate that. And obviously, some of those designs are going to be hit. You might get one of those designs as a hit design and you sell 20 to 30 shirts that month. But it gives you a good idea of what your percentage of shirts are selling. Okay. I mean, if a shirt is selling one per day, so you're doing, let's say, 30 of a, one specific design per month. Do you consider that like a hit shirt? Like that's a good shirt to focus on? I wouldn't. So what I've done is I've broadened all across niches and they give you a sales rank. So after a shirt sells, your shirt is given a sales rank like any other product would be. So I think below 100,000, 100,000 sales rank on these merch shirts is about one sale a day. And if you get below that, you're going to get into more. Like if you're in 80,000 below, you're selling two to three shirts a day. I would say that's rough. So buy sales rank is probably the best way to do it because with a lot of other products too, I think on Amazon, because some days it won't sell. You're not going to sell a product every single day. I guess you could. <laughs> I don't know. It's still kind of like there's not much data out there or research that's been done, you know, Manny. So it's kind of you're just learning it as you go I feel like okay so well let's go back a little bit because you you said something interesting you're talking about doing your keyword research first finding a keyword that you feel is going to do well based on the data to then actually create a shirt around that did I get that right yeah yep so give me an example of how you would do that for example because that's interesting most people are like you know I want to create a cat shirt or a unicorn shirt or you know something with a cool slogan 
and then they'll throw it up and hope that something sticks and then go from there. Yeah. So say you pick, uh, we'll go with cycling. So say you pick a niche, cycling. I'm picking cycling because I don't sell in cycling niche. <laughs> okay. But um, say you pick that niche and you want to make a shirt about cycling and say you have a vision where you want to put a bike and then a saying underneath it. Okay. You're able to go in there and look at the merch shirts that are live and see the sales rank on them. And you can also see how many total shirts with that keyword have been a rough estimate. If you type in cycle and then you can type in, there's a keyword in the description that you can paste into the search bar on Amazon with your keyword and it'll show all the merch shirts basically that are going to turn back results with that keyword. And then you can see how many shirts are pulling rank, a decent sales rank in that niche. And then that'll give you an idea if shirts are already selling on Amazon organically. And then there's also tools that you could use to try to calculate that also. Okay. All right. So we're going to go over these one at a time. So you were saying go into the description because Amazon gives you, or the bullet point, is it the bullet points or the description that you're using? I'm sorry. Yeah. The bullet points. Okay. So you're grabbing what it says something like what, you know, the hundred percent cotton or it has, it's always the same on every shirt that merch has, right? It's one of the bullet points they give you. I believe it says lightweight, classic fit, double needle sleeve and bottom hem, something like that. Okay. And that would be for that specific style of shirt. And it pulls up those shirts. So you grab that, you don't put it in quotes or anything. You just grab it the way it is, paste it into the search field box on Amazon, right? Yep and then a space, and then you put in your keyword, and then it'll pull all shirts that are merch shirts that pull up under that keyword. Exactly, yeah, that'll pull up anything that's hitting a keyword in there. Okay, cool. And then you said you can do this with some tools or what is a tool that you use that you like? I personally, I started using them about a month ago and there's a couple that are out there. The one that I've been using honestly is keyword.io. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you've heard of that. I have, yeah. It's free. And the thing is, is they say that they can't really calculate. They use an educated guess kind of to figure out what the keywords are. But what it does is you could put in cycle in a, in a keyword tool. And the other thing it does is, yes, it gives you relevant keywords that are in there. So you can also see, are people searching for cycle apparel, cycle shirts, like what keywords they're kind of typing in there. So that helps give you an idea of how many keywords are coming back around that idea you have to see if it's a good idea. I'm not sure. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's kind of like, I feel like I'm making this my own kind of strategy for this, but it's been working. So I don't know if it's. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I love about, you know, talking to guys like you and, uh, you know, everybody has their own little strategy. They go out and they do something and it works for them, right? So what you do might be totally different than what everybody else is doing, but if it works, it's a good strategy. So yeah, you know, this is awesome. I love hearing this kind of stuff. The one thing I was going to say is I do stay away from oversaturated niches. So like where you started out as like, you know, a cat shirt, if you type in cat, it's going to show you hundreds of thousands of cat shirts in the Merch by Amazon shirt category because everybody wants to upload a cat shirt and have it be a hit seller because there's tons of sales in it. But the thing that I haven't had luck doing is getting them ranked. So you have to get that shirt ranked. So unless you didn't have those shirts up there, it's really hard to get noticed in the oversaturated niches. Okay. That makes sense. So are there any strategies somebody can use to actually help get initial ranking, get some sales to get your BSR to, you know, come down like you were talking? I guarantee there are. Um, I've pushed traffic through 
Pinterest ads and I pushed traffic through Facebook. Facebook, my only problem was it was really tough. I wanted to keep my products live on Amazon. There's no way of telling if you're converting traffic easily. It's the same with Pinterest. They don't have a way for you to identify if your traffic is converting. And once you bring someone to the Amazon site, they can see your shirt. But Amazon is also recommending, you know, 20 other shirts when they're on that site. Is that the same with any other product? Right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. That's the problem, right? Is that you're hoping that Amazon's going to show your shirt and then recommend other shirts within your brand, but they could be saying customers who bought this also purchased something else that's not yours or it'll show other designs. Exactly. Yep. And through reading, the one thing I would be really excited about was if they were to open up Amazon pay-per-click for these listings. But as of right now, it is not. Because I think if you could jumpstart those few initial sales, like you could really get into some cool stuff. Right. Okay. Were you one of the people that actually got an email from Merch that asked for your opinion on like additional products and what you would be interested in Merch doing, like whether you'd be interested in sponsored ads and all that? Did you get that email? I didn't. I lurk on the Merch by Amazon forum and I saw the post go up that they had ran it, but I did not get the email. So It's on their radar. So it looks like they are considering sponsored ads of some kind and doing different products beyond just clothing. So that's kind of cool. It's going to open it up quite a bit. Yeah. So you're doing all your design. So you don't have, I mean, there's no cost per design, for example, in terms of an artist or anything like that. In your case, is that right? Yep. No costs for an artist. I just make the design. I try to whip as many designs out as I can. Do you have a strategy? Are you like going for a certain number of shirts per week or anything like that? Or what's your, I guess, end goal on all this? My strategy right now is just to get 25 shirts a week up. Okay. Which is, you know, I say if I do five shirts a day and then I take two days off someplace in between, I'm going to grow by a hundred shirts a month, theoretically. And that's the growth that I've been on this whole time. So, and it's been good and sustainable. So that's, and it's not like overkill where I'm going to run myself down, where if I was pounding out a hundred designs a week, it would probably be like that because it's taxing coming up. (laughs) Sometimes it's hard coming up with new ideas. Yeah. How many hours would you say you put in? to get five designs in a day and get it all uploaded? Probably like one to two hours, depending on what it is. Oh, wow. You're fast. That's good. Yeah, that's not bad. (laughs) Are you getting ready-made designs then that you're throwing up or are you just so fast that you can create these things from scratch? At first, I spent a lot of time on them, but now all I need is idea. And I've just gotten very fluent with Illustrator and it's becoming pretty simple, which is nice. Are you doing more logo type stuff, text shirts, or do you do non-text shirts? I switch it up. One week, I try to do a logo design, which I can stretch across one niche or multiple niches. And other days, I just I spend a little more time on each design and do mostly text usually. Every once in a while, I throw in an element if it can be used or, you know, multiple elements. Say, you know, well, for example, we use I'll use like leaf trees, arrows, something like that, you know, and then create a design. But when I spend a little more time on the design, I have seen a better. Obviously, you put more time into it. It's going to pay you in the end. So. It's been worth spending more time on a design every once in a while. So let's say you come up with a really cool design and it's taken off. For example, like what is one of your best shirts? How many units would you sell per month on that? Right now, my best selling, I have a couple that are selling in the 40s, 40 a month around there. I had one that sold 65 last month, but that's, uh, you know, a few and far between. I think this month I have two, two 40s and a 30. And then everything else is kind of really spread through more than you would imagine. So... Right. And what's your price point on those shirts, 40 units per month ones? 
my average sale price was seventeen eighty eight, I think. So what I did there was I took the total amount sold and divided it by the number of products I sold. Last month it was I sold four hundred and seventy three shirts and it came out to be around seventeen dollars and fifty cents a shirt. So I priced sixteen ninety nine to nineteen ninety nine depending on what the design is. So is your design the influencer then on the price? Like if it takes a lot of time to make the design, is that what causes the price to go up or is it something else? Yeah, absolutely. Also, even the way it looks, I just kind of do a value thing. Like would I want to pay sixteen ninety nine for that shirt? Kind of because if it's a simple text-based shirt, even though it may be clever, I still would think, oh yeah, that's a cool shirt, but I wouldn't pay $20 for it. But maybe I'd pay sixteen ninety nine. So I try to think in my head where I would be happy at as a consumer with the pricing. And that's been working pretty well, I think. Okay. So you just look at it, you eye it. You're like, hmm, okay, would I pay you know, $20 for this shirt or 15 bucks? Yeah. What's the lowest price that you have on a shirt and why are you that low? Sixteen ninety nine is the lowest I price. The only time I would suggest lowering the price is when you're first starting out and you have your 25 designs. Even though this is going to make probably a lot of people upset (laughs) is the cheapest you can do it without taking a loss. Just throw the shirts up there cheap because if you want to get tiered up, you got to sell the shirts and it's going to help you get noticed by some buyers just by being at a lower price point. Right. And that's important, right? So you start off with 25 slots, I guess, or tier of 25. And in order to get to the next tier, which it used to be 100, is still 100, the next tier up. Do you remember? Is that too long ago? (laughs) It was 100 for me, but I'm not sure if it still is. Okay. So it was, you basically had to sell the number of shirts that were on the next level, the next tier level in order to get moved up to that tier. Is that right? Yeah, I believe that's still the case. Okay. What tier are you on? You said you had over 600 shirts now? 600 shirts. And I believe I'm on the 2000 tier. Yeah. I'm on the 2000 tier. Okay. Nice. So what does somebody do? I'm curious. I mean, I don't know if you have friends that have seen your success and they're like, man, I want to do that. And you tell them how, and they go in and they just, they upload very quickly. Like in a day or two, they've got 25 shirts going Mm -hmm. and nothing is selling. Nothing's moving because if the way I understand it is if you delete those shirts, it doesn't open up that slot again, right? Or does it? Exactly. It doesn't. So they're, they're stuck. So what do they do then? Do you know anybody that's done that? No. You know, I've suggested it to so many people and I haven't had it. I have a bunch of friends that are waiting to get in and they haven't had the opportunity yet. That's why I stress that so badly is if you are accepted to this, please get the slots filled up because there's so many people that would really love this opportunity. <laughs> I'm sure they really would because it's looking really good so far. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's crazy. So what about copycats? you got a good design. Let's say your top shirts, you see other people then come in and just straight up copy. I mean, is there anything that you can do about that? I've only noticed it twice. And I know Chris Green, he has an add-on out there. And I'm mentioning him because I'm in a Facebook group and he's provided this stuff for a lot of people and it helps. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. What is that, that extension? You know, I'm not sure. Maybe we can put the link. I'm not sure off the top of my head, but it allows you to take your shirt, your ASIN number, and just right-click it, and then it helps you fill out an infringement form. But to be honest, I don't scour my listings. I don't even worry about them. I have someone that's still ripping off one of my designs. They're priced at twelve ninety nine, where I'm at nineteen ninety nine, and it hasn't affected my sales. They're ranking at eighty thousand. I'm ranking at twenty thousand with that shirt, and it's annoying to see them recommended underneath me, but. They took the design and stretched it out even bigger and it looks pixelated on the listing. So it just doesn't look good. 
it still doesn't look good. It's not affecting me. I know Amazon will get it straight. I'm putting a little faith in Amazon to get it, their processes straightened out and to get it taken care of. And I think they will because they, they usually do from what I've heard. <laughs> so yeah, I just don't let that bug me. It's kind of like haters, you know, let them, let them do their thing. You know, don't let them distract you. Just keep, keep pushing, you know? Okay. That's a good way to think about it. So you, you don't worry about them. You're not worrying about what they're doing. You're just worrying about what you're doing and just going, you know, gung ho ahead, just going crazy and putting out your five shirts a day. Yep. Growing, growing the business. Cool. So if somebody's starting out and they had 500 bucks to invest, okay. They're like, this is the amount I have and I don't have Photoshop skills. Maybe they could learn, but how would you recommend they use this money to get into merch? Okay, so you have the account, you have $500. I would, and you need your 25 designs. I would go to upwork.com and I would create a really professional looking listing. You can probably research a way to write it up or I would just write a really <laughs> a really nice listing. I have one up there right now saying you're looking for a graphic designer that's able to do t-shirt, unique t-shirt designs based off of, you know, you'll provide keywords and the rate will be subject at the beginning and will bring future business. So maybe it's a trial rate. And then this is what I've heard another person do. They hired like five or six people and basically they paid $5 a design. That's what they offered for the first run. And then they took the two best designers and they used them to fill their 25 slots in the first two weeks. And theoretically, you should be able to get that done if you're paying $5 a design for much less than your budget. And then once those are live, I would use that additional money to use... I would use Pinterest ads. Obviously, I don't know if you guys talk... Do you guys ever talk about Pinterest? No, not yet. That's the reason why I would use it because you can make your shirts to target. Uh, and this is no way, I'm not being sexist in any way here, but you can make your shirts to target the female audience that's using Pinterest. So you can pick niches that you believe that a female audience would like. You can easily target them. And then you have 6 billion people on Pinterest or whatever to throw their shirts out at. And then all you have to do is make that pin and you can throw money at it and increase your visibility. And people come to Pinterest to shop. If you haven't read the statistics on that, like I don't think this is a show to get into that, but the research is out there that they're coming there to shop and you know it converts really well if you do it good. But I ran I think a hundred dollars in ads and for a click the cost was I think 20 cents on some of the niches that I was targeting. So you're getting a click to your listing for 20 cents. Is that good in the Amazon world? Oh yeah, that's a, a really good click through rate. On Amazon, obviously they're on the Amazon site to shop for you know a product. So that's what they're for. That's why they're there. With Pinterest, I don't have any experience with Pinterest, but I love hearing about this stuff because we're always looking for different kinds of external traffic, whether it's for the merch program or for the FBA private label stuff. But if yeah, if you can get clicks for 20 cents and I'm assuming that whatever they're clicking on, they know it's a shirt, right? They see the shirt and they're wanting to click over, see more, like blow it up or see more information on it. Exactly. Yep. You're just putting the mock up there and then you're putting it on a Pinterest board. And then what happens is they'll usually, if 
people will see it and like it and repin it and they'll like it. And some people will click through and you get all that. And it's usually about 20 cents a click. So if you were to run a hundred dollars through one single shirt, you could probably do it with one shirt easily with a hundred dollars and drive that traffic in to help you get those sales. If you picked the right niche, that was the way I really pushed through my second tier. I think I spent $200 in Pinterest ads and I saw direct sales on one shirt from it. So interesting. Cool. Okay. So yeah, so you drive hundreds of clicks through there, get that sales velocity. So you get approved for the next tier. Yep. And then eventually you get to the point where you've got enough shirts out there on Amazon, that it doesn't take a lot, right? If you've got 200 shirts out there. Exactly. And you're only making one sale every two or three days on each shirt as a very broad example you're making good money. It starts to grow. So interesting. Okay. So Pinterest, and then have you seen any specific niches on Pinterest that, you know, you would say stay away from like you've tested and are bad or specific ones that you think are worth going into? I don't know how much I would like to get into the niches, but what I will say, yeah, I think you're going to see merch sellers kind of like the FBA, kind of like that, you know, it's, you're going to see them be very protective because I'm going after a niche. Basically, I'm not going after the huge cat things. I'm going after something where I can find a sh- something that no one is at. And that would be probably the best tip I can give you guys is don't go to main street, go on the, the side roads and find the, uh, you know, the little, the crumbs that people are coming you might get a couple sales a month off them, but the competition isn't there and that's, it, it works. <laughs> Yeah, that's cool. I think that's a really solid piece of advice. So, and one we haven't heard of so far, which is, you know, use Pinterest, drive some traffic and use that to get your initial sales velocity. And that's the biggest thing. One of the biggest problems that people have because with FBA, you can buy reviews. So you can give away product, you know, get reviews to come in and you can get sales going that way. With the merch program, you can't do that. There's no promo codes. There's no advertising on Amazon. So it becomes a lot more difficult. You could reduce the price point, like you said, get the price down to the very bottom. And hopefully if there's multiple designs of a particular shirt and people say, well, this one here is only 11 bucks and all the other ones are 19. So they buy yours and they can get going that way. Right. So very cool. The one other thing I wanted to add for the Pinterest is if you've played with Facebook ads or the other pay-per-click ads, it does separate in the niche as well. And it gives you a kind of rough estimate of the volume you're going to reach if that helps too. Cool. All right. Well, that's a great tip. Any other final tips or strategies before we finalize the show? The one thing I would say that when you're starting those first 25 or your your first months is it's very important to be patient because like we did cover on some topics is you can't really push sales. There's no data on how to do it exactly like the Pinterest, that's not foolproof. So just be patient. Amazon will show your listings after some time. Like they don't do it right away, but it's kind of like, I have a theory that it's kind of like Google because sometimes my listings take two to three, my new listings take two to three weeks before I see any sales. And then all of a sudden I'll have one blow up. So I really do think the organic time that it has to spend on the Amazon portal does make a difference. So be patient and, you know, don't give up on a design if you don't have to. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool. I do have one last question here. Do you have one particular brand that you put everything under or do you like break it into different brands? I break it into different brands. And I would suggest that if you're creating designs around a certain niche, you can use the same brand, but I think it gives you an extra layer of protection as of right now by leaving them under uh, different brands. So one person can't find one popular design that you have and then blanket copy 
the rest of them if they want to. Yeah, that's a good tip. Okay, perfect. Well, Mike, this was awesome. Is there anything else you wanted to mention? I don't think so. I think we covered a lot. And I just want to say thanks one more time for having me on and hope this chat gives some people some insight and some inspiration to get out there and make a bunch of money selling (laughs) t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. And guys, we're talking to Mike Peterson. So if anybody wants to reach out to you, I don't know if you want to do that or you get inundated with that, but if there's a way to get a hold of you. Yeah. The best way to get me is by Facebook. And I just always give everyone my website now. It's www.treasurenome.com. From there, you can find all my portals. I teach people. I try to teach people on, on YouTube and I help people. If you have a question, just shoot shoot me a message on Facebook. I try to answer them as soon as I can. But yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, Mike. I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah. When you hit the next big tiers, I want to talk to you again when you got 5,000 shirts going on online. That's going to be a crazy number. All right. Yeah. And hopefully we'll see a lot of good changes. I hear that we may have some new products coming to Merch by Amazon in the future. So something else yeah maybe even fourth quarter yeah that would be awesome perfect well mike peterson thank you so much for coming on the show and we'll stay in touch you've been listening to the am pm podcast hosted by manny Coates. for more information insider, insider tools, tools and to get the resources mentioned in this episode visit ampmpodcast.com